0: Hey everyone, Jamie here. We had a lot to say about episode 7, so much so that the conversation ended up being almost 90 minutes long. We know that's a long time to listen to us, so what we've done is we've edited this version down to around 45 minutes. If you want to hear the full version of the episode, we've added it to our Patreon feed. Maybe you consider becoming one of our patrons. All tiers start at one dollar a month, and you'll gain access to the full version of this episode, along with a few of our other bonus discussions. Head over to Patreon.com/DebotoTaku to join today. <laughs>
1: Hello, Welcome back to Dev Otaku, the show where three developers sit down and talk about the anime that they're digging on, which currently is Cowboy Bebop. And as they digging on, in not that we always enjoy it. Last episode, a little rough. Episode six was a little difficult, but episode seven made up for it. It was so good. Um, but before we jump into that, I got to remind you that we do have a Patreon that You can help support the show, the podcast, the blog, um, the website, all of those things. You can help support that by going to uh, devotaku.com and hitting the Patreon link or going to patreon.com slash devotaku. And there you'll find some, if you are a patron, you'll find some bonus episodes. We've had some wild discussions, some recorded, some not recorded. We learned that there is, like, here I learned what a Weibo is. We talked about... Some other animes that we're watching, like Aggretsuko, which if you have not seen yet, please go see that. Um, and then if you want to get some perspectives on it, be sure to become a patron at any level. One dollar or more a month, and you get access to all of these things. Plus, you'll get a shout out from us. So, uh, again, that's devotaku.com And then just click on the link uh, at the top that says Patreon. But let's jump right into this. Episode 7. I forgot about this episode, and when I and like I think that's a lot of these episodes. Like when I, I forget about them, and then when I see him again, I'm like, "Oh yes, this was
2: really good. This is a really good episode." I liked it. There was a um, the main. I'm gonna call her a main character, but masculine presenting woman <laughs> who generally kind of was just like, "I don't really mess with nobody. Like it's me and my cat. I do my work. I have fun." And then she was getting a whole bunch of stacks from people. Oh, before we do this, I have to... So, two things. One, I'm Jay. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm Jamie. Jamie hasn't said anything yet. What's up, Jamie? Yo! (laughs) (laughs) And then, also, this show does have spoilers in it. So, we're going to take a second and have our DJ spin some music so you can, if you haven't yet, catch up Alright, now that we've done our, our spoiler break, everything else we're gonna talk about the show. We're gonna talk about it in detail. This episode was so good. And like you said, that that I didn't even want to say masculine. I just wanted to say, like one, having a female and a masculine a masculine dominated job was super cool. And we've noticed that Watanabe's has done this before. He did it with like the like illegal pet store. And of course, like Faye wanted to go into like cigar bars and things like that. I like how he does break down barriers at times, but then at the exact same time, he does some stupid sexist crap like he did in the last episode. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know whether to say good job or you should have been doing this the whole time.
0: <laughs> he kind of does it a little in this episode as well, doesn't he? Um, oh, uh, what's the name of the character? The um, the blonde lady in the in the in the dialogue. oh the
1: waitress yeah the waitress the airhead
0: yeah she's <laughs> ditzy and you know and sort of gets can't defend herself when the other bounty hunters start trying to grab on her and stuff and she just goes ah help me you know she needs someone else to sort of help her out
1: yeah she was definitely one of those characters that I was like like was this necessary like did. Like, she did not serve kind of any role other than to be that airheaded female, I guess,
2: which was kind of dumb. Yeah, she annoyed me, especially when she was like,
0: Ah,
1: My ship! Yeah, they wrecked it, those guys you beat up. They're called the Something Brothers.
2: So, Muriel, why didn't you tell me about it? But I did tell you. I told you just now. I was just like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious?
1: (laughs) She would have got. Oh, I
2: like,
1: don't. I don't want to say that. Like, she should have been like hit, but like for real. I don't yeah, know, like, I gotta you say it. Just... I'll say it. I would have punched you in the face.
2: <laughs> you do like, like just, just like get away from me right now. Yeah, like sit up here and watch them wasting my money. I wouldn't have paid the bill. I would have been like, you could have paid this bill since you sit up here and watch them trash my stuff. <laughs> I also think um, the guy that Faye. <laughs> Originally thought with the tattoo, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Change of dynamics because he's a really masculine guy with a eel tattoo with a heart. Uh, what the hell's that? I got a thing for eels.
0: <laughs> and then she says to him with
1: like, next time,
0: next time, keep it covered.
1: Yeah, that was that was so interesting. And then, and again, like having these dynamics, it was weird because they were like no one knows what he looks like. And and it was like this whole, like we're on the lookout for him. We don't know who he is, but all we know is he has a dragon
2: tattoo. And I was like the man with the dragon tattoo. (laughs) And he had it in like the most noticeable place. So like when they said it, I guess I thought of like Chinese triad. So it's going to be like on your body, like maybe showing on your neck. He had on his arm and I was like, oh, what a basic person. (laughs) (laughs) The way they made it sound made it sound like, you know, some elaborate, like, gang member or something. Like, you know, they don't really show all the tattoos, but you can see bits and pe- um, pieces of it. So when it was just on his arm and he's walking around in a sleeveless jean jacket. I think that's what that was. I was just like, wow, playing up the basicness. I see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch his voice too often in this
1: one. Okay. But... He was definitely a very, like, skittish, like, spooks-real-easily mm-hmm. kind of character. Whereas most of the the people that have had bounties on him... By the way, our resident bounty expert, Jamie, how much was the bounty on this guy?
0: Uh, 12 million Wulongs.
1: 12... Oh, my God. Again, it keeps going up. Mm-hmm. Um, And, I mean, maybe this is the problem, because we've already established that uh, Spike is not a good bounty hunter. Maybe he's just going for too much all at once he needs to get down to like the the twenty thousand wulong bounties and try to try to you know get a couple of those first you know get your feet wet and stop chasing after these big ones
2: go big or go home
1: you know, he seems to be going home empty-handed a lot yeah right
2: it's like
0: he's, he's playing god of war on god of war difficulty that's what he's um. doing
2: yeah right video game yeah <laughs> and i just felt that i felt that like emotion too <laughs> that like aggression of like yeah i can do this and he really can't do it no he can't <laughs> it's
1: like playing dark souls and only having to die and only being able to die once yeah yes. right. on easy
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> story of my life um, and then it was also surprising that spike had a hangover oh man that's gross it's called a prairie oyster Good for hangovers. This gonna sound really bad, but I thought he was like a grade A alcoholic. Like you don't get, like you don't get hangovers.
0: I'm worried about the other grades of alcoholism.
2: <laughs> I mean, engineering jokes. You know, like engineers hold their liquor, so you know, grade oh, yeah, A alcoholics. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm
1: glad that after, now that we're in like episode seven, we're. We're really coming into our own here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think the only reason they gave him that hangover was to uh, establish the relevancy between um, him and our our other main character VT, mm. um, whose name is unknown for the majority of the the show, and that that plays a part of this game that she's doing, where if people can guess her name um they win the money and i guess now she's now she's just
2: carrying fat stacks so i mean honestly i wish i would have thought of that cuz nobody can pronounce kiera when they see it oh man i'd That's be rich <laughs> that too <laughs> see i i'd have more money not gonna lie i mispronounced it the first time <laughs> yeah it's just it's different but like hers yeah. I was just like okay Like, I wasn't interested in knowing what VT stood for, yeah. but I I guess that's also a thing because my name is one that's difficult to spell and pronounce to most people. Like, the little abbreviations don't mean anything to me. I'm like, okay, cool. Keep it moving.
1: (laughs) I get that. And then, and not only that, but having it, again, having this, like, if people, people that don't know, like, American trucker, like, like, history American truckers are usually very close knit. Like, they're, it's like a, a shared family of, of drivers. Like, people got each other's backs. They're looking out for each other, except for those weirdos that like pick up prostitutes. I mean, you got some of those. And I'm not saying that prostitution is weird, just saying that like the way that people do it, <laughs> I guess in America is kind of sketch. But it's like this, this whole thing of like, Oh, hey, this one guy is being grimy. Oh, what? Hold on. No, we got your back. Let's let's go. And then, and even the guy that wasn't a part, like, he's like, you know, VT, I don't know you. This is Spider Mike, Black Panther of Jupiter, VT. I've never met you, but I hear a lot of wild stories about the heavy metal queen.
2: I guess that's a compliment.
1: Like, it, it was super cool to see that. And I wonder if it's the same, if that culture is the same across, you know, I guess, in Japan or in other parts of the world. I was going to say it's kind of sad because truckers are, I mean, I won't say they're a dying breed, but it's getting harder and harder to get into that industry, especially now with the rise of like automated driving and self-driving cars. Like now it's like, oh, you want to be a trucker? We're going to pay you a lot less because you literally don't have to drive unless there's an emergency. You just
2: kind of turn it on and sit there. So I think... I can remember somebody dropping out my freshman year of college because he was just like going to drive trucks, I make the same amount, if not more, than I would make with my degree. And I could just go back and get it later. So I think That's why I dropped out of college. <laughs> yeah, in it's the like, military. It's that pool, you know, like of money, but like getting in early is easier than getting in later, type of thing with truckers, because it is a system built off respect. And like I can say, I think the same way towards the military, like my mentee is going to be a Marine. And a lot of times when he's talking, I get the feeling of like, he'll respect other service members, but you get a certain level of respect based off of like the things you've been through or how long you've been in the service.
1: So here's a good example of that. I spent my first three and a half years in, oh, I guess my first year was in training, but then I did a five-year tour. My second through fourth year were stationed in Japan where I was on a rapid deployment team. And basically that meant we were out for three months. We come back for a month. We go out again for three months. We come back for a month. So I got a lot of sea time because um, we were on naval, naval vessels. So it would be interesting as new Marines would come in and we'd always bring in like a new unit in with us and they would go on rotation and, You know, I had this relationship with sailors because I had been working with them for three years. And like these other Marines would come in and they would try to emulate that same behavior. And it was like, nah, dog, you don't rate. Like you need to, you need to like get some experience underneath you, get some sea legs. And then you can come in and sit with the Filipino mafia and play dominoes. Like you can't. And yes, that is a thing. Um, So, and if you want good
2: food, you will get in line with the Filipino mafia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But see, like that dynamic. So VT, like masculine presenting, I'm not going to lie. Being a, a fellow masculine presenting person, I do use it towards my advantage. So in this instance with the truckers, I don't know how long she's been doing it but she got respect. So I, I kind of wonder if she gained her respect a little bit faster because of that ambiguity. Like, I mean, clearly everyone knew she was a girl as well, but at first I'm pretty sure they didn't. And the r- reason I can say that is because it happens to me all the time, right? I can be walking down the street and people assume, but then you like speak to me or whatever, what have you. And you're like, oh, this is a girl. Yeah. Are you going to change the way you speak to me? Because I will cuss you out. <laughs> like, You know, it's one of those things. So I'm, I'm wondering if that played to her advantage. Like, I'm pretty sure that's whoever started giving her money, it was some stupid thing like that, because it's typically how stupid things happen. <laughs> like you make a mistake and then you're like, oh, oh, oh let me laugh it off. So, th- So that brings up a good question. What about the
1: idea of capitalizing on people's ignorance for your own benefit?
2: I have done it to a certain extent, because like I said, if you mistake me for a boy, that's your fault. I have nothing to do with that. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to fix your mouth to try to change the way you speak to me and respect me once you realize I'm a girl. So there are, I can say in tech, there have been instances where I go in and my gender is not known. I don't make like whatever you assume my gender is, is on you. So I have done that. And it's kind of just part of the game. If That's how I'm comfortable. And you're stupid about it. That's on you. It's part of the game. Get my foot in the door. But best believe, like, once I'm comfortable, I'm reaching back to help the next person that looks like me or whatever to get in.
1: Yeah, that's that sucks, too. And and growing up in the South, I mean, I'm sure you probably you've had this maybe before. I I was kind of raised out of my accent like it it can show up like you put enough of my family members around and and my accent will pick up and my my speed and how I talk will change too but for the most part most people can't tell that I'm African American when I talk on the phone with them I had interviews where people were like oh oh you oh you're you're black it's like okay choose your next words wisely but sure yeah <laughs> what about it <laughs> and like now it's like when I talk people don't expect me to be like the six foot tall black dude with like starter dreads going on. And, you know, they're just like, Oh, okay. Um, I, I have to change my dynamic in how I react to you and maybe change the references that I use when I'm, I'm trying to explain things. And I'm just like, why just be yourself. Don't, don't try to adapt to, to me. Just be who you are. Unless it's racist, and then you can go jump off a cliff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess the whole, like, like I said, her having the money, all I could think was like, sis, what a a blessing. I would still continue to stack them coins, like, even if somebody I don't think she was using the money, though. (laughs) She She wasn't. She was just walking around with it. But she's a good one, because I would have been like, the person that figures it out, you can't tell nobody, and I'm going to still just silently put this in my bank account. There's no way I'm going to let you like only give me a 100 and then you get a whole stack if you get it right. But I think that's also the vibe Jet pulls out for me, right? Because like everybody respects Jet. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like his dynamic with Spike, you would never think that they would be friends and partners. But every time we see Jet get a lead on something, people never really question him. So I feel like that that same thing, it's like, hey, see this relationship people have with Jet. Now see the same relationship with a woman. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. There's no way in the world I would think that Faye would ever have that. But <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> it's well. It's I don't. Here. I don't think that's something that Faye looks for. Faye is just kind of like, I'm out to live. You know, not not to quote Fergie, but like you know, a glamorous lifestyle, and and just be like, I'm gonna do my thing, and. I don't I don't remember if it was if in this episode or the previous one where she's like, oh, I really like that. I'm going to have to ask the boys to get it for me. And I was like, or you could just go get it yourself. You know, you can you got you can do work.
2: Thief standards can't steal everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I was just like, OK, like this is this is an interesting concept of how like like you said they're dynamic you have you have three different types of women portrayed in this uh episode you have the the ditzy boppy like you know waitress that's like oh i'm sorry and you're just like get away from me and then you have you know you have vt who is just like badass and like hey i'm gonna you know, I'm not going to take anybody's crap. And, and I hate bounty hunters because they're good for nothing low lies, which we, we later find out. I don't think that's her, her actual thoughts. She's just a little, a little broken, but, and then in the end you have this generalization of like, you have Faye who is like the middle ground of like, Hey, I can be tough. And you know, I can, I can, t- I'm a gun toter. I'm, you know, cigar smoking, but then at the same time, I also care about the finer things. And that made me think about, um, Sarah, do you guys know who Sarah Anderson is? Name sounds familiar. The the comic or the comic artist. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like she has a, there's a comic, I don't know if it's new or, or when it came out, but I saw it earlier today and it was like, I'm not I'm not a girly girl. I don't want to talk about girly things like all the froofy and you know puppies and rainbows and stuff and all the pink and stuff. I'm I'm a I want to be a different type of girl. And then it says me now and it's like it's like her in like a dress with like a bow on. She's like say something I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like she's like yeah, I like it. Deal with it. And it's like I feel like that's what Faye is where she's like I can be girly but I can also Take care of myself. Like, when you look at all of the other bounty hunters and how, like, just met, like, they're almost like biker gangs, almost. (laughs) Like, you have, you have the overly racist Sombrero brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I so want
0: that to be their name.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> I, and i mean like all the other you have the 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 guy that was like sitting out in the corner like everybody knows about me and they're like what are you talking about Gramps? i don't know who you are like I loved his
0: mustache <laughs> i that was perfect his mustache are you
1: gonna are you gonna put his mustache on fatty to, to oh, what
0: an idea <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man but yeah like you have these like like biker like characters and like these are the bounty hunters these are the modern day space cowboys and it's so weird because if you think of you think of like a bounty hunter now like every if if i say bounty hunter people think um dog the bounty stalk, hunter <laughs> yeah dog the bounty hunter or they think like boba fett and Like Boba Fett is not what we see here when we think of like space bounty hunters. But even then, like I think there are some other like Django Fett when they're looking for him originally. And like all of the other bounty hunters that are there, they kind of give that same vibe too. Like where you have like the classy, like I have there's a a method to my madness and this is how I do things. And we're not like all the other bounty hunters. And then you have all the other bounty
2: hunters that are just trash but I think it's weird, right, how Spike was like, I thought it was an inside tip that he was going to be here, but now all the bounty hunters are here. So my thing in my head was like, so if all of y'all are there, y'all don't think that he heard the tip too? (laughs) Like, like you're just going to sit around for what, like, it kind of looked like a Waffle House type of thing, you know, the diner, but I'm just like, you're all sitting here as if someone who knows they're wanted is going to walk into the same place y'all have already been told he's going to be.
1: So, yeah, this was a, I mean, but it's still such a, even though we were complaining about like a lot of these things, like VT's character, I hope that she would make a reprise in the show because she seems like the kind of person you want on your Intel team. And, and we know that like Spike and Jet have a good network between, You know, the organized crime background that Spike has and his and and this is what I don't get. Okay, so Spike was not a bounty hunter originally. He transitioned into the bounty hunter lifestyle after some accident that happened to him. So it would be safe to say that he's not been a bounty hunter for very long. But yet he still knows about like this, this legendary bounty hunter and he knows what he looks like. And of course, everyone's heard about him. The legendary bounty hunter Terpscadet. And all of this other stuff. So unless this guy died recently, which then why would like, why VT wouldn't have enough time to like create that title? Like, how is it that he's like, oh, everybody
2: knows, you know, everybody knows your husband. (laughs) Maybe he was, I mean, I I don't know a good way to say it, but like, maybe Spike idolized him in a sense.
1: He's like the LeBron James of Bounty Hunters.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to say that, though, because I was just like, I don't know, LeBron James. (laughs) Okay, the Michael Jordan of Bounty Hunters. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, like, he's known, right? So, maybe that was Spike's idol growing up, and, like, he always wanted to be a Bounty Hunter because it's one person. But I can also see why VT kind of hates Bounty Hunters, because you are putting a price tag on somebody's life. But hers Mm -hmm. is more of, Her husband put a price tag on somebody's life so much that it seems like he forgot he had a family. Well, it sounded like he died. Yeah, but in the process of that, like, she's just like, Bounty hunters must be the lowest form of life there is. Human beings are just a price tag to them. They live by gambling on other people's lives. That would annoy me too. I mean, there's, not hate to say it, but it's kind of how I feel about the police. Like, the double-edged sword, like, oh, it's cool job, da-da-da-da, but then somebody's life, price tag. Jamie, I, I don't. Th- this is this is time for, I guess,
1: another round of Ask a Brit. So, is there capital
0: punishment in the UK? Uh, there used to be up until the fifties, I want to say. Uh, I know someone. My so my friend Julie, her great uncle was the last person in the UK to be hanged for piracy.
1: So. Geesh. That would have been, I mean. I bet people wouldn't be still in CD albums and stuff now if you got hanged for piracy.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, I don't I don't want to say how old she is, but it's her great uncle. So I want to say that would have been maybe the, the turn of the 20th century, maybe sometime between then and maybe 1920, 1930 or something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was phased out, I know that. Um, I think Oscar Wilde went through um, hard labour, which was kind of like a euphemism for something similar to uh, yeah. capital punishment. Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, so he was tried for, so up until this, the late 60s, it was illegal in the UK to be homosexual. And he was tried for the, well, they used the term oh, uh, yeah. public Oh, yeah, I remember indecency. that. Yeah. Yeah they used the term public indecency yeah. so they tried him for that found him guilty and he had to serve time for that and when it came around to Alan Turing in the in the uh late 50s early 60s in the late 50s sorry they'd already done away with capital punishment and hard labor so he was uh so for the folks who are listening and don't know Alan Turing was involved with breaking the enigma code there was yeah, a movie a robot, about this, like theory yeah. of
1: robotics and all that, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, he's basically that's the grandfather right. of computer science. You know, anything that yeah. can be, he wrote a bunch of papers on how to prove that something could be uh, solved by a computer. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he was tried in the fifties, I believe, for public indecency, which meant there was enough evidence to state that that he was having a homosexual relationship with someone. That's that's. Basically what it meant. And he was given the choice of going to jail or taking estrogen. So it was still a pretty, you know, pretty horrible thing. So yeah, we so in answer to your actual question, no, we don't have capital punishment in the UK.
1: You have things far worse, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, mean, I mean that wow. that
0: practice was abandoned in like the when it's it's now it's now not illegal, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's now not yeah. illegal to be I gotcha. um, to be homosexual, to be, you know, whatever you want to be, you know. It's not, as long yeah. as it's, you know, consenting adults. <laughs> you know That's the rule. But yeah, so there's, yeah, we don't have capital punishment.
1: And meanwhile, in the US, we're still murdering people.
2: So, I guess a question now is like, how is bounty hunting, even in this sense, quote-unquote, better? Cause like, I don't think it is. Okay, so if we're thinking just day-to-day life you get put on a bounty list if you miss like if you don't pay something or you miss a court date i guess
1: the one good thing about this though with bounty hunting is if they're not brought in alive you don't get paid yeah.
2: so i oh like you those can't, are tv shows never mind i'm about to be like but on tv it's dead or alive <laughs> <laughs> it's dead or alive you still get paid
1: yeah uh and that's like well that's like the the most wanted yeah like the top 10 most wanted lists and stuff you can get paid for giving up information and i think that's the thing is like this this tv or this the, this anime in general is just so it's so like 100 or nothing it's like all or nothing like if you don't you don't get any information like think about it like iron was a data dog like they could have they could have found, a, gotten a whole bunch of information had they just turned in Ayn. Like, oh, hey, here's this data dog. It was made here. Like, people put signatures in their code. You can use that to determine, like, where stuff is coming from. Um, that that would break a big, like, investigation, you know, and that would probably lead to a criminal bust. But the dog itself, even though they said it was invaluable, would have probably been worth nothing to them. Like, they wouldn't have gotten paid for turning in Ayn. Which is probably why they didn't turn in nine. And then it's like the same thing. Like, oh, hey, Faye is worth a ton of money. And even though she keeps escaping or whatever, if we just give them
2: information, how come we're not getting paid for the information that we might have? True. And then police, like, I've, I think we've only seen the police three times so far. We're on episode seven. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you're supposed to turn in these people. But how... Easily accessible is it to get to a police station? Like I haven't seen a police station. Don't know if I we missed saw it. one. But we like, saw the one that they crashed into in episode two. Oh, true. <laughs> but it's like how how accessible are they for all these bounties to be coming out? Because it seems like there's an endless list of bounties. Granted, we haven't seen you know the show or anything, but it seems like they're always coming out. They're always online. So if these things are readily available. Why have cops and are they accessible so you can actually get your bounty? Cause maybe that's why they never get any money for their bounties too. Like you you might have somebody in your possession and it's really hard to get to the police. I I didn't get this. You don't know who the
1: driver looks like, but all you know is he's got it. I guess that's how they knew it was a dragon tattoo. Cause like if you're, if you're like driving, at least if you're driving on in like an American vehicle, your left arm, which was the arm that had the tattoo, would be showing in the window. So maybe all they saw, he had like a, a hat on and some glasses, but they saw like the dragon tattoo on his arm. Mm. But then his, his truck is so vivid. Like, <laughs> I mean, dog, you are a really bad criminal. Like, you put that stuff in like the most bland, like gray truck like that no one would ever suspect I have anything like that in it and then said he has it like
2: a
0: and driving a tacky truck with sada spati painted on the side
2: yeah i mean it reminded I mean. me full disclosure i applied for the nsa <laughs> and like you have to go through their little like cognitive tests and so it reminded well, me of one of those right now they probably they aren't. aren't your words. <laughs> 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 but, like, the cognitive test had situations like that. So, you know how you're saying, like, it's crazy that they just get this bits of pieces of information, but then his truck is, like, very noticeable. <laughs> so, it reminded yeah. me of one of the questions where it's just like, all right, well, here's the different scenarios, and these type of cars are seen for this, and these types are for this. So, which one would you choose? Huh? <laughs> yeah. All but those I'm stand saying, out. If, which,
1: what you mean? If I'm if okay let's just say for the sake like if i'm the government transporting these explosives i don't want that truck to stand out you want some type of marker that you can easily identify so maybe you have like a bird on the side or something but you don't you don't do an entire like graffiti mural (laughs) on the top of the truck (laughs) like you're definitely going to stand out with that they're like oh hey nice truck what you what you hauling um Vitamins. (laughs)
2: Explosives. Vitamins. <laughs> just, <laughs> just some small explosives, you know, for my science kit.
1: <laughs> It's a giant shipment of Vegemite. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, why don't you try some? <laughs> See, it. It'll blow your mind how good this Whoa, stuff
2: is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like the whole. At this point, from a beginner's perspective, nothing is ever logical in these episodes. Well and and I
1: think that that's the thing. I, I'm guessing like back when this was made in the earth in the late 90s like people just they like I just want to be entertained. Like I want good action stories, I want suspense like this one didn't have a fight scene but it had like this suspenseful topic. And and by the way, if you go out in space, even if you hold your breath, your eyeballs oh will liquefy. Goodness. Yeah, like, I do, <laughs> like
2: I do your blood would boil. Not. He's a superhuman. Remember last <laughs> episode? He had surgeries. He had those <laughs> bionic eyes. I guess. Like your blood would boil. You would not be able to shoot a gun. I'm pretty sure you can't shoot a gun in space. I not don't think it works. Three like shots. That. I was like, that gun is not that powerful for three shots to get you back. <laughs> it's no way. Well it it just it just rotated him so he could get to a platform where he could
1: launch himself again with boiling blood. I'm
0: programming this pod to shoot toward the exit and self-explode in forty seconds. So get that nitro in here, ASAP. You don't have a lot of time, Faye. What are you gonna do?
1: My floating act. <laughs>
0: I do have it like, written uh, down. Uh, I do have a note written down. I'm not sure that space works the way that Spike thinks it does. <laughs> also, I'm assuming it's a standard nine millimeter parabellum. Would that pistol work in space? And I don't think it would. I think you're right, no. Joe. Because yeah, the like there's uh, my my knowledge of how guns work is very minimal. But like, there's a pin that strikes the back of the round.
2: Oh, that's right. You can't there's... shoot a gun over there,
0: right? That's right, yeah, we don't have we don't have guns. Well, we do if you're in the military, but yeah. Um and you can apply I mean again, for license, just just but...
1: so progressive. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like there's a there's a I think a pin strikes into the back of the round and that causes yes. a mini explosion which propels the round down the barrel of the gun.
1: Mm-hmm. Now would yes. that work in space? No. No. There you go.
0: There's no oxygen, is there to...
1: Exactly. Is mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It, would, it would hit it and do nothing.
2: Yeah, but there then you like go. you're in a minefield that is the dumbest thing to do <laughs> like absolute <laughs> top level stupid to shoot a there's gun leaking. in a minefield
1: there's there's leaking radiation <laughs> what are you going to do i'm going to expose
2: myself to the elements <laughs> <laughs> i hold my breath and stick something in my ears <laughs> and they, they like their oh, ships goodness. weren't even fully functional like i guess it's cool that Spike knows all the mechanic stuff, but I just feel like their ships were in shambles, so either Spike is, like, the ultimate mir- miracle worker, or they weren't that bad as, like, seen in a couple of scenes before, because there's no way they should have been able to leave or arm Jet ships. is just, like, the best mechanic ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do love that scene where Jet's fixing everything, and he's like,
2: <laughs> oh, great. One more part to be replaced. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: it's just – it's so weird that they they just do these things and it's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to put the explosion – I'm going to put the explosive inside of this cockpit and launch it. <laughs> like, what? I don't think it works that way. And it also didn't look like they fit properly, but still – this is like some pigeon man level ridiculousness though, <laughs> and if you don't yeah. if you don't remember Pigeon Man from hey Arnold, the guy who literally just <laughs> attaches himself to like fifty pigeons and flies away <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
1: it's just like I don't think it's a it works like that It's like again, one pigeons they're not really best known for flying like they they don't they don't get up and travel very far, like they would probably like take off. And then land like at the bottom of the stoop and just be like, "Oh, well, we're here." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but I feel like that's that's the same level of sense that 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 scene made. Because at first, it's like you got this gigantic like arms that are on face ship, and mm. she's having to delicately grab these these tubes. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't. I doubt there would be that much space in between the explosives. Because if you have that much space, you have wiggle, and if you got something that's highly explosive,
2: jiggling in the back of your truck, that's gonna be a problem. (laughs) That and the fact that her, um, the things didn't move to the side. She like turned the whole thing. Yeah, there's no way she should have been able to grab that. It's just (laughs) this is completely illogical, and I feel like I just have to turn off my brain to like watch a lot of this. Yeah, I'm like this doesn't make sense as someone who like i claim to be a science nerd more than anything like none of this this doesn't work for me <laughs> so weird it's, it's
1: just so weird but all in all i mean it's like as much as we're ragging on it i still want to say it's still such a good episode. it's like a it's a little heart tug at the end yeah. you know as you hear the story and
2: i won't be able to give him your thanks for a while i'm afraid he's doing all his bounty hunting up in heaven these days
1: I see. At the end, Spike wins the money by um, stating uh, Victoria's name, whose last name I cannot pronounce.
2: Thanks for the help, Victoria Terpskode. Um, Now, Spike was dumb. She offered him a whole stack and he just took like what he was going to bet. I would have been like, I'll take half. <laughs> like you're starving. Again. You're starving. <laughs> This is why
1: Spike is a bad... Okay, we're going to change it. Spike is now a bad human being. <laughs> it's a bad adult. Like, here, let me take, like, just eh, take a little bit of that and be like, all right, you, I don't need the rest. Like, this will get us groceries. Like, this will hold us over till the next mission. But no, we're going to be, we're going to be like, oh, I'm only going to take my
2: dollar back. Like, and he never put a dollar in. That's he didn't. True. Well, he tried to <laughs> offer it at the bar and then she found out he was a bounty hunter. I wonder, it was I wonder, so weird.
0: Like I wonder whether he left it to to say, you know, hey, I respect you, you know, and let's nah, and was, that. be friend oh, right, fair <laughs> He was
2: he's starving. They have no food. <laughs> you need at least like three or four of those bills. Like yeah. she was fine. She's a trucker. They make a whole bunch of money because nobody else wants to do the job.
0: But then, but then the next time somebody says, hey, I want to guess what your name is, and she pulls out 200 two, two, two oolong bills, they're going to be like, hang on a minute. What happened to the big stack of money?
2: And you tell them mind their business to keep it moving. <laughs> 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 what I do it. with my money is my stuff. Like, don't I count my it. money.
1: I was like, the, hey, at some point you got to eat, right? Right.
2: Spike. Or she could have just it. said
1: someone guessed it right. Who guessed it? I'm not gonna tell you. Oh, you gotta rebuild. We yeah. gotta start over. Give me a hundred wools and see if you
0: can guess who guessed it right. <laughs> so
1: so all in all, like these sh- these episodes are getting a little ridiculous. I I I like it. I like the episodes. I like the storylines. But we're starting to see a level of laziness. And, and I think a lot of this is just retrospect. This is like, now that we're older, watching a show that was probably not meant for people our age, you, you know, we're we're seeing things, and, and I, I know that, like, I see that all the time when, like, you go, like, have you ever tried to watch Rugrats? Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like again. I'm too old now. Yeah, it's like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's a lot of stuff about it, you're just like, but why, why don't they just do what? No, I don't understand. And I feel like this is starting to run into it. This is why I don't want to watch stuff like Dragon Ball anymore. Because when they do stupid things, in my mind, I'm just like, but but why? Like, why would you do? Who who does that? You know, it just doesn't make sense. I remember the conversation that we had when it was like, yo, let's watch Cowboy Bebop because it's a great show. And then like now rewatching it, you're just like, like, oh, that's not good. Oh, ooh, ooh, that's that's really not oh, that doesn't make sense. Like that's not that's not scientifically accurate. And then like it's not taking away from the show. Like all in all, I can still say like I again, I really enjoyed that episode. Mm-hmm. But there were just... It's like, I enjoyed it. Now let me tell you about the 9,000 problems that I had with it.
0: Exactly, right. But then if you're watching Cowboy Bebop for scientific accuracy, you're doing it wrong. It's like you're watching ER <laughs> or House wanting to learn about medicine. You know, you're doing Honestly, life. Wrong you're hey,
1: doing it that, hey, right? it is always sarcoidosis, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's never lupus except for the episode when it's lupus.
2: I can say... Yeah, I think I've only had like two favorite episodes thus far. So... This is definitely top three. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm hoping, like I know there's a poster of four people, so there's somebody else that needs to be introduced to the squad, but I'm just hoping there's a little bit more to the character development and like the development of the relationship because as of now, it's just like, all right, so you just that that great at this, but like you're also highly emotional, so you shouldn't have chose this as a profession, <laughs> I just want to know why. I just want to know the why at this point.
1: Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed the conversation. We ran a little bit longer than usual. I, I did not expect us to go on so many tangents. But if you want to continue the conversation, you can go to devataku.com. And there you'll see links to our episodes and some blog posts too. I, I believe uh, uh, Jamie a while back, put out a post about his five favorite animes, um, and I'm sure there will be, there's plenty of other content out there, and of course, if you want to support us, you can do so by going over to patreon.com slash devotaku or just go to the website and click the button at the top that says Patreon, and there you can donate at any amount to the show monthly. You can subscribe for a dollar a month, um, and you'll get our bonus episodes, and you'll also get Um, A shout out from us and you'll also get that good feeling of knowing that, hey, you're keeping Devotaku alive and well. And we're also shooting for that goal of having a Facebook group uh, to talk about this. I did a little bit of research. There is currently not a Facebook group for developers who like anime. There was one, um, but it seems to have died and not posted since 2015. So we want to be that spot. We want to help get the word out to all of those other people, those like 300 people in that group that are no longer thinking that there's a a world for them. Um, So help us out with that again, by going to devotaku.com, clicking on the Patreon link, but that's going to do it for this week. I am Jay here and I'm Jamie. And uh, again, I can't say see you later space cowboys (laughs) because you, you bring all of the bounty hunters in, from around the galaxy to one point But you don't do a big shot So that's it We're out of here Talk to you later <laughs>